1: schlichter is one of my favorite people he is an extremely busy man in addition to being a very fine cook and a wine connoisseur you could see his cooking tips especially reverse searing a steak which i've never really done until i started watching kurt and a couple other people on twitter do it he is a lawyer he is an author he writes for town hall he hosts radio shows he is on twitter all the time talking about very important things and making fun of people, a lot of people that we like to make fun of. So, Kurt, thank you for taking some time out of your super busy schedule to chat with me.
0: Oh, my gosh. It's my pleasure, Julie. And, uh, uh, you know, we 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 are hated by the same people, yes. including a bunch of bow-tied virgin losers who have uh, never conserved anything, yet call themselves conservatives. They hate us a lot because we hold them to account.
1: Well, we like to judge people by our enemies, so we're happy to have them as enemies. (laughs) And you know who else they weren't fond of, Kurt Schlichter, is Rush Limbaugh, the late, great Rush Limbaugh. I want to talk, before we get into the Lincoln Project, talk a little bit about Rush Limbaugh's influence on you, because, of course, he's influenced all of us, and and what he meant to you, and a little bit about his legacy.
0: Well, clearly... To me,
1: it, it, you know, Rush
0: and Andrew Breitbart were my two greatest conservative influences, uh, outside of Ronald Reagan, uh, who was president when I was, I was coming up as a college student and writing conservative stuff. I mean, I came back from the war. And by the war, I mean Desert Storm because I'm old. And, uh, oh, my gosh, that was 30 years ago. Wow, it now? was this year. That's, that's freaking me. out nice. right now. Yep. Oh, wow. my gosh, right now, the 100-hour war was just coming to an end, and uh, I realized that my, uh, I was going to bring all my guys home, so that was pretty good. News. Well, thank you. And gals, and females. Thank you. Uh, but, uh, no, I, I came home, and I was going to go to law school in Los Angeles. I lived in the suburbs of San Francisco, which was even then getting pretty liberal. And uh, a kid across the street, I grew up with Mikey, he says, Kurt, you got to listen to this rush, guys. What's a rush? And that was my introduction. You know, there is something new, something you haven't heard before. And I had always liked talk radio, right? But the talk radio wasn't like Rush. Talk radio was a lot more genteel, uh, a lot more uh, moderate. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rush started saying things that no one was saying. Rush, remember, Rush came out. We we had Ronald Reagan kind of speaking for us for eight years. And then George H.W. Bush gets in, and he kind of thought, us deplorables were pretty deplorable, even though that term hadn't been uh, affixed to us yet. Hmm. He, he kind of, you know, uh, I don't want to be, you know, these, these young Russians. Uh So we didn't really have anyone speaking for us. And then Rush comes along, and he fills that void that Ronald Reagan left. And he just didn't take any cut from these guys. He saw right through them, and they hated him. They couldn't stand him. They were like, oh, my gosh, you can't say that. And Rush was like, yeah, I'm going to. And that, you know, uh, Rush was the guy who uh, turned around Andrew Breitbart from kind of a moderate, apolitical, kind of center left kind of guy to into Andrew Breitbart. I mean, oh the, really? The, the I didn't realize of, that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Andrew was uh, uh, driving around Hollywood delivering scripts. That was his job. And uh, Orson Bean, who became his father-in-law, kind of a whack and tour kind of guy from the sixties, seventies. Uh, said, hey, you need to listen to this Rush Limbaugh guy. He was dating Morrison's daughter. And uh, he did. He, he turned on the radio in his car and listened to him as he drove around Hollywood. And then a few months later, he
1: met Matt Trudge. Wow. I, I, I haven't heard anyone tell that, make that connection. That's really powerful. Oh,
0: absolutely. The uh, I, I think Rush was kind of, uh, kind of the fertilizer for the conservative hothouse. Uh, that, it. that brought so many of us out. I mean, he was always, you know, all all of uh, you know. Around when Andrew started getting active in 2008, 2009, um, and all of us kind of came out of that. Uh, you know, the Breitbart guys uh, and, and, and folks in that orbit like yourself and uh, Liz Sheldon, uh, Ace, and all the other folks. Gave, the thing we had in common, though, we all had different styles. We all had Rush as kind of the foundation i mean you can, literally cannot overestimate his importance and he is not just a, a an entertainment figure though he's a terrific entertainer and he is a historical figure who really helped create huge changes in american society and the hatred of the left for him and their celebration of the death, which besides revealing exactly who our enemies are uh, is a testament to how powerful he was, and his I, legacy is going to continue. I think we are
1: all Rush. I th- so, I think that's perfectly said. I think one thing it, it, that you said at the beginning, you and I, and this side, so to speak, is we're target. We have, were targeted by not just the left, but the Never Trump right. Rush yep. taught us he was the original target. I've said a few times on the show today. The original target of cancel culture, but he also yep. showed us. How to confront that? Know who your enemies are. Know who you are, and never submit to the mob because they went after him viciously a number of times.
0: Uh, absolutely, he refused to uh, uh, he refused to back down. And if you do what Rush does, you're going to do a lot better in cancel culture. I keep seeing these people, like the guy on The Bachelor. Apparently, he said, "Hey, this white supremacy stuff is you know getting out of hand." And they cancel him, and he comes out and grovels an
1: apology. Right. You just told him to go to hell. We have said Peter this. Many had it right. right. Right, right. And you've done this. You've shown the way too, um, especially on social media. They want to come after you. You get right back in their face, and you you don't back down because these these people are low They're they're beneath us, and it's not just us uh, personally. They want to destroy. They want to destroy everything that we represent. And Rush understood that.
0: Oh, he, Rush understood exactly who the other side was. To, uh, the thing about Rush, and I'm I'm a trial lawyer. I, you know, when when we have trials again, I'll stand in front of a bunch of uh, normal people and try to take a difficult subject uh, and make it understandable to lay people. You know, I mean, a lot of my stuff has a lot of technical stuff. You know, I have experts in. So my job is to simplify things so everybody can understand and make a fair and honest decision out of it. That's what Rush did, and that's the skill. Of being able to take complex stuff and turn it into something uh, mm-hmm. that every single American can understand, like the const the Constitution was written that way. It was written so you know a, a farmer out in uh, uh, Maine could pick it up, read, it, and understand what it meant. That's that's what Rush did, and it's not and and, and that is a undervalued skill. Mm-hmm. That's this guy without a lot of traditional education. You're gonna hurt people, and the college dropout. I went to Harvard. Right. Yeah. Maybe. So... But A, you don't understand the stuff as well as he does, and B, you can't explain it, which proves you don't understand it. Rush got it. Rush understood. He was a tremendously intelligent guy, uh, and uh, but more importantly, I think he was a very wise
1: person. Very wise, and he was never in a position where he was trying to impress or placate or be part of that. Fussy crowd, as you call them, that no, I, I never crowd at Nash Review or oh. Weekly Standard or the Heritage Foundation. Um, you know, he never was trying to impress them. He knew who his audience was. Hey, really? Kurt. On the other side, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But I want to talk about how we are going. California is going to cancel Gavin Newsom. Let's talk about that next. I'll do that.
0: Political fakers, fixers, and takers. He's Dan Proft, and this is The Dan Proft Show.
1: Back with Kurt Schlichter, my friend and guy who just does everything, has more energy, I think, than anyone I've ever seen because he just goes nonstop. So he is a Californian. And we want to hear what's happening with Governor Newsom. It looks like they have enough signatures so far. We're going to see signature verification come back in style, but it yeah. looks, but it looks Probably like it's important. Yes, exactly. They're going to go through every little cursive mark and zip code. Uh, what's happening there, though? This this uh, really is a change of fortune for Gavin Newsom, the uh, the poster, you know, the cinematic governor of California.
0: Well, Governor Harris, being a terrible governor, uh, he's also a terrible leader. And we're actually seeing more of this. Uh, he, he, he went out to the French Laundry restaurant, very fancy restaurant, while closing down other restaurants. And I, I don't understand. Well, I'm a military guy. OK, if you're the battalion commander and your guys are in the field, you sleep in the field. and If it's raining, you get wet. And this is why I'm so sad about the Ted Cruz thing. And I like Ted Cruz. But, dude. I get I, I get. you want to take a vacation. I get it The schedule. You can't do that.
1: Right. Tone deaf. Uh, you, you you,
0: can't. Mm. It's just, you can't. And it's not, and maybe it's not fair, and maybe you have a really good reason, but you can't do that. But that's the essence. And I think for Ted Cruz, I think it was a mistake. For Gavin Newsom, I think it was emblematic of his elite upbringing. He, he was a rich kid. And I think he just doesn't think the rules apply to him. Uh, but it was, uh, uh, and, and that. That really symbolizes the problem with it. You get, the, you see this guy here in California, and I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at this beautiful blue sky. I'm in cargo shorts and flip-flops, mm-hmm. okay? I'm, I'm, I'm looking out the window. It's this beautiful place. I love California, and it kills me it's full of communists. Only socialists could wreck California, and they've done that. They made it impossible for most normal people to live. Look, I'm, fine. Look, I'm, I'm a partner of a law, okay? Mm-hmm. I do fine in California. Right all right I'm, I'm within sight of the beach i ate I ate looking at the water the other day life is fine for me but i'm not the only one in california right. california is a big state and there are lots of people hurting and no one in sacramento cares julie and the people have to speak and i think we have a uh i think we have a chance to recall this guy and i think we have a fighting chance to get a republican in if we don't uh because we have kind of a jungle uh ballot uh, we need to coalesce around one Republican, and I've heard a lot about my friend Rick Grinnell, and uh, I, I hope Rick does not run uh, because I don't see an upside for him. Uh, there are other candidates, another good candidate uh, who uh, is eager to run, and uh, I'm hoping that we can unite around him and the you know the rich ca- rich Republican guys. And hold off doing vanity campaigns, so we can have one Republican and like thirty Democrats, and maybe get a Republican in office.
1: Now, is he up in twenty twenty two, or is I he up next year? I believe he's up in twenty twenty two. Okay,
0: yeah, I, I think he is next year. So uh, it wouldn't be a uh, it wouldn't be a uh, long uh, you know. The recall is is a practical matter. What it is is, is to yell no, we're done. This is stupid. We're done with it.
1: What are people the most upset about? Is it the lockdowns, the restaurant closing, the schools? Yes. I believe you guys only 5% of your students are in class oh. learning. Oh, my,
0: kids, my, kids are, my kids are stuck at home doing this uh, mm-hmm. uh, video school
1: crap. Right. You know, I, I'm like, oh, what the hell? It's, it, and it's horrible. And the progressives they, are they, turning they, against him for this too, right? The progr- I mean, yes. even the oh, left-wingers oh, yeah. want their schools open. Oh, I, 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 look,
0: being in California, most of my, most of the people I deal with are, do not believe, you know, as I do. Look, I'm, I'm a military Christian right wing conservative. For, for most of Californians I know, I am diversity. Uh, and, uh, and they, uh, uh, and, and they're just horrified by the schools. I think the public employee unions, uh, especially the teachers are just destroying themselves. The, uh, government has no credibility it it, it, is everything seems arbitrary and unfair you know you'll you'll shut down a restaurant then there'll be a movie uh unit that has uh, a a feeding center right next to the closed down restaurant and and it's not like oh they should be shut down too it's like well if they can do it why can't we that seemed to be a turning
1: point when that uh restaurant owner showed the hypocrisy (laughs) kind of seemed like the tide turned
0: the the thing is and the thing is it's it's not hard to be a good leader. Even let's assume you're still a liberal. You apply, you apply, you you make a rule and you apply it fairly. You change when the situation changes and you don't dig in. You don't listen to one group over all the other groups like public employee unions. Sometimes you tell your own people, the public employee unions, the kids are hurting. I need you to get back to school. Mm
1: -hmm. Kurt Schlichter, I'm going to start drafting you to run for governor of California.
0: Why do you want me to take a pay cut and a prestige cut?
1: You can find him at townhall.com. You could find him on Twitter a lot at Kurt Schlichter. You can find his books at Amazon.com. The great Kurt Schlichter. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Everybody's
0: working for the weekend.
1: The more you listen, the more you'll know. This is this is the Dan Proft Show.